When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nuggets burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Good afternoon and welcome to the Royal Blue podcast. It's Greg O'Keefe and I'm with Gav Buckland and Tony Scott. Uh, Wednesday afternoon and clearly the big talking point for Everton fans so far this week is Romelu Lukaku and the latest twists and turns in his contract. Uh, yesterday it emerged that um, reports said Romelu Lukaku does not want to sign. Um, there had already been indications that all was not well following on from an interview at Goodison Park on Saturday when a French TV journalist Claude Chaber, uh, there to film for Canal Plus spoke to Rom in the, in the, the um, players uh, tunnel and asked him was, was signing on his mind. He said no with a big smile on his face. He said, were you thinking of signing? He said, no. And there was a third no, and I can't remember what the question was. But either way, pretty definitive hat-trick of no's from the striker in terms of his intentions. People obviously were confused and confounded a little bit by that and wondered whether he was playing a game with the media, why he was saying no and smiling, and just what was going on. And I can understand that confusion because it was, it was odd. Um, however... I think it is indicative generally of, of his mindset I don't know why he was smiling maybe he felt awkward I don't know but either way it seems that he does not want to sign the contract Everton last night were trying to position themselves to say that they haven't given up they've still got hope that he will sign and that they will still keep those terms on the table and then Farhad Mashiri speaking via Jim White as, as usual on Sky Sports saying that it's not an issue and that he was confident and he remains an Everton player. Well, that is true, I suppose, in the sense that he certainly is an Everton player and he's two years contracted. But I'm afraid it is an issue, Tony Scott, and it's an issue that's just not going to go away, is it? What's your it, take? It's My take on, on the situation is that I can't blame Ron for not wanting to sign a contract. I, I just don't blame him at all. He's been here four years and in that time as I'm, he's very very ambitious like all footballers should be not all of them are I think quite a number of them are just happy plodding on throughout the mid-tables but I think Rom's extremely ambitious he's a young centre forward highly thought of and he wants to play in the big leagues he wants to become the best player in the world and by doing that he wants to play in the big competitions he's at a club now where when he signed four years ago well he signed three years ago he was on loan wasn't he he's no closer to playing in them big competitions than what he was well yeah it's arguable isn't it he's not he's not yeah he isn't literally speaking but then a lot of people believe and I think you do too that Everton yeah. next season might yeah, go but, yeah. and challenge for the top four but he's been, yeah but he's been here three to stroke four years and in that time we're still no closer yeah. to that top yeah. four now, with, if, he, if someone says to him, will you give us another year? Will you give us another year? He's had four of them. I think the damage was done in the Roberto Martinez two years has just sucked the life out of him. I think if Ronald Koeman was a, came in a year earlier, he may have seen Everton maybe get to that top four a lot closer. 
But and now you're gonna. There's another possibility. It doesn't look like we're gonna get top four this season. So he's gonna have to wait another season, and then that season after he's gonna be playing top four. Possibility of playing the top four. So I can see where he's coming from. He's young. He's ambitious. He wants to play in the big competitions. He's bagging 15 to 20 goals a season for a team that aren't in Europe. He's had, it, it speaks volumes for me. I can see where he's coming from, but I think the, shoot, the ball's in Everton's court. Isn't he? Where, where did he go in the summer? Because it's, it's a bit of a conundrum. Where, do they sell him? Or do they say, do you know what? I'm keeping you for two and a half years or whatever's left on his contract. Two years. Two years left. So I think it'll come to a decision where they sell him in the summer. Sad, but it's honest, it's true, and it's modern day football. Get used to it. Gav? It's always been football like that. I mean, you know, I said before, there's been many players, some good and great who wanted to leave halfway through their contract, um, um, lest we forget. And so I don't think it's necessarily a modern football phenomenon, but I think Tony's right in that he's been, you know, to get Lukaku, you know, for all his foibles and weaknesses, is, is you know, is a top striker. It's had four years of his career, and Goodison yeah. is, is, you know, reflects well on heaven at the end mm. of the day, doesn't it? And that we're still able to attract him. Um, I think I think the frustration to me, and I think probably the frustration for many supporters, perhaps, is I think if picking up on Tony's point, if if Ron was just turned around in January, February, say Joe, that sounds right. Listen, I, I you know I, I want to leave in the summer for the reasons you're mm. saying about. So fair enough. I think the frustration has come from the fact that there's been a bit of carrot and stick, hasn't it, about you know the. the the now infamous no point no 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 one percent of the contract yeah. that's not signed, which which came out I think in in February didn't it, uh, and and that has that has, that has built up people's hopes that Ron will stay or at least give Everton a financial advantage should he be sold more case than what they've got at the moment, uh, and the fact that that doesn't appear to be happening now is I think that's sort of added to the frustration. I think that to me is the biggest frustration. Can I, ask you a I can, I can fully, sorry, I can yeah. fully understand where you're coming from. The frustrating bit is actually there did appear to be an agreement between both parties. But if he's asked the question, oh Gav, what he, he should be rewarded for being so honest, then shouldn't he? When we don't normally see that in football, he's asked the question, you're going to sign. He said no. Okay. Now because so have easily said, oh yeah, we're close, we're getting closer and getting closer. He said, well, yeah, no, uh, absolutely. But I think it's it's that gap, isn't it, between what 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 happened or or whether it was true in February we had the contract that was 99.999% yeah. certain of being signed uh, uh, to one where the person who, who subjected the contract four weeks later or three weeks later is saying no I'm not interested in the contract I don't want to sign it mm. well, what, what, what's happened in the interim or, or what was said in February was it true and, and, and it's just totally frustrating for me and it's a, <coughs> where I think it is wrong uh, and I don't want to sort of start talking big business I can never understand in football where you have like two parties drawn up a contract to, you know, mm. contractual agreement say Rom's on say 150,000 a week under new contracts what's that over four years that's probably what 30 million a year plus add-ons you're talking maybe mm. 40 million quid I can, if that was business you know you wouldn't go there we expect people to talk about it and say what they're going to do. That was business. It'd be all commercial and confidence stuff that you wouldn't want. It wouldn't want any. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't want any outside. That's why the agents come out with it because they. Well, in football, supporters, whatever, expect people to start talking about it, maybe up to and things yeah, like yeah. this. Well, people are not obliged. And when they start, the muddies are watered then, aren't they? Is when yeah. people start talking about it. And I think I would rather people just 
didn't mention it at all and just tell us at the end like yeah. they do in big business and that's a frustrating thing for me it's the February statement and that maybe is a frustrating thing with Everton fans that actually what's happened in the interim well whether he says it in February March May August does it really matter when his mind sets up and he wants to I think I'm not talking about the the, 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 the statements which have said well that's his agent it's not episodes. him it's not him no, well, 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 his agent yeah. represents him yet by all accounts yeah. and he can say whatever he likes but we're looking from the player here and from the player's perspective this is what we're talking about and he hasn't said a word he not once said he was going to stay at Everton Football Club I think it's very clear that Mino Raiola was trying to use the, the 99.9% done to put pressure on Everton to concede to a clause in the contract yeah. an exit clause that is understood to have been around 70 million now I think they probably would have said that that would have been a clause that would have allowed Lukaku a decent chance of leaving in the summer and would have secured Everton a decent fee. What I and obviously Everton thought was it was undervalued. You could argue all day about what he's worth in relative terms, but when you've got players like Paul Pogba transfer for £89 million, my opinion mm. is Lukaku should start the bidding at £90 million. Mm. He's a goal scorer. They don't grow on trees. He's young. He's only going to get better. Now, Everton, rightly so, have said that 0.111, sorry, no, 0.0001% yeah. is a bit disingenuous from Raiola because it was actually a much bigger thing. Yeah. It was whether or not Everton would concede to that lower price. And as it's gone, days have gone on and on and on. I think we said in this podcast, there had to be something fundamentally un- dis- unagreed. Otherwise, it would have got done. Everton have just ended up saying, we're not agreeing to it. And so Raiola's kind of, a, you know, gone on. Well, I didn't anticipate this. And Lukaku, as Tony said, hasn't spoken at all until Saturday and then subsequently. And wants to go anyway. So he's she's, clearly so said. Everton be, sorry, sorry, he's clearly said, I want to go in the summer anyway. And he would only have signed, given that clause, because that would have given him a better chance of leaving. Don't get me wrong, Everton might have somehow finished in the top four and then signed Rooney, Messi, and Cavani. <laughs> on the first day of the summer window and he might have gone I'll oh, change my mind but chances are he's always wanted to go in the summer and, and the receive wisdom sorry Tony yeah. got to say, the receive wisdom is uh, was there some sort of conversation with him and Koeman last year where he said I'll give it another year yeah he promised so, them so, a year yeah, yeah. he's so, had that year like yeah. Tony said yeah. he's given them another year and probably, no probably said, he, do you know what he's probably said that the same thing to Martinez on his last year it wouldn't surprise me at all but don't Everton deserve to be applauded for making that stance towards a player absolutely because it's very rare in football where if you've got a player I don't want to sound as if he's bigger than the club but we are in my opinion we are lucky to have a player who's scoring 15 to 20 goals a season compared to where Everton are in the league so I think it's Everton should be applauded for making a stance against a player who can play for any team in the country at the moment and make a stance that we're not going to sell you for the price that you're willing to not buy yeah, for. Yeah, I'll agree. A contract that's in your favour just yeah. to keep you this what, what you're saying. I think you're right. Okay, but so we spoke about the two sides of this. We spoke about Roman, his agents, and their options and things. Okay, what options are there? I know you did a piece this morning about this. What are options are there for Everton at this, well, this stage? Yeah, I, think? I mean, that's the interesting that's, thing. That's the me. interesting thing, and is it because. I don't think it's news that, that Lukaku's ambitious and that he wants to play in the Champions yeah. League. He's never hidden that. So yeah. Everton fans really shouldn't be surprised. I don't think most are. But what's interesting is, as you say, what can Everton do about it? 
Well, I think that they've actually, if you get aside the fact that there's a smack, an air of inevitability that they're going to lose the best player, and it always hurts, but it is the way of the world unless you're a Champions League club. It doesn't matter how much money you've got. If you're not in that promised land, it's going to happen. What can Everton do? Well, they can certainly say, all right, if you want to leave in the summer, we'll listen to bids, but only bids that are world record fee. And that's what I say, in excess of 90 million. And then maybe if they if they can concede to the bid from a Champions League club, preferably not one the Premier League, a direct rival, yeah. PSG, Real Madrid, Bayern, then they sell him. They recoup £90 million and they go and spend that and some. They go and try and bring in players of the ilk of Lacazette's. Again, unlikely because you're not in the Champions League. But you invest it heavily on star players that maintain your quota of big-time players. And you said, Steve, Steve Walsh, go and find us the next Lukaku. And or they might turn around and say, well, they might not get a bid that they're willing to accept. Absolutely. In which case they say to Lukaku, they haven't made a sufficient bid. You're under contract for two years. He can't afford to sell. He can't afford to say, well, I want to go in the summer. And if you don't let me, I'm going to down tools. Because that only hurts him. So where do you say that from? it comes from Everton in the summer? Whereas that we're only going to listen to bids, say for argument's sake, 80 million. Well, wouldn't you, Plus. Well, wouldn't you think they'd just say to Lukaku then, we'll put the 80 million release clause in your contract? Well, 90 million. Well, whatever it is, whatever the ballpark figure is, does not make sense then. That was what they said. Yeah. But But Ryan wanted 70 million. But the point point is, is either way, if you sign a new contract now... I don't see the point in signing. And this is is the strange thing for me. Sorry, Gavin. Between April now, and say he were to go on the 1st of July, and we pay him the extra money a week, there's 2.4 million in in wages, wages, and he just goes in July. What's the point? So why would you waste that money? I mean, don't want to get into the contractual bit, because I'd say, never privy to the nuances of it. I can't understand that stance, it's it's not giving Evan any incentive at all to give Rom a new contract. Because actually, by selling for 70 million in two two months' time, having paid you you £300,000 a month extra, in that time when we can actually yeah. sell you for 70 million yeah. under the existing contract what you both are saying is that Rom there's a possibility of Rom losing out here could too he's playing a game of brinksmanship because what he's losing money so he's losing 25, 40, 50 grand a week there's only by so many clubs who, who are able to pay 90 million and don't forget as well we all know Lukaku is world class yeah. and could could be the best in the world at one stage now, a lot of people might say that's hyperbole and don't agree he's that good. But generally speaking, as you say, he's scoring a lot of goals for a club that maybe isn't, hasn't got the players around him that the top clubs have. Well, no, not maybe, hasn't, mm. full stop. However, right, he hasn't played in the Champions League yet. So in that alone, he's an unknown factor. Can he do it in the Champions League? I think he can, but you don't know that. Internationally, he's been, for me... He's never done it in a major tournament consistently. Mm. He's never caught one by the scruff of the neck. You think back to the Euros. He did well in the Euros. He did all right. Yeah, that was his first proper tournament, well, wasn't yeah, no, he? He's 22 oh, then. He's 22 then, 23. He's not going to play in tournaments when yeah. he's 18. I, I think what Greg is probably talking about there is like, say, Griezmann took it by, I mean, he was, he was top yeah. scorer, wasn't he? Similar age. I, I think, but the, the, there's, to me, it boils down to the fee because for it, you are right, Greg, in what you're saying. Now, he's a world class psychist, and Tony, what you mm. he scores lots of goals, but he is untested at the higher le- highest level in club football. Well, he can't disagree. I'm not well, saying, I'm not saying he can't. Hang on, if he's scoring against teams that are in the Champions League. Well, there's, well, there's, 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 well there's, in the Premier League? Yeah. 
also said that so he's untested at the, 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 at the highest level I never said he couldn't do it at the highest level he's no I understand that so but he scores is. against Manchester City he scores against all these teams I yeah but well his, his, his record against top clubs in, in England is patsy as we discussed he week. scores against them so he shows you he can do but it but I think no, one hang on a second but you could say that like you could say Phil Jagielka pops up from a corner and scores every now and again Rom yeah. scores 15 to 20 goals a season I'd say quarter of them are in big games for Everton. Are they not? No, I'm not sure. No, I'm oh, not sure about that. I'm good. not sure about that. But you could be argued that you know we talk about Aguero's records, Patsy, isn't it, against top top clubs? I mean, the only two strikers, as we said the other week in the Premier League, you can guarantee goals at any level for are Harry Kane and Diego Costa. They're the only two in the in the top where you could say guaranteed Shewin to score a goal in any. Well, Ibrahimovic as well. Yeah, but he's he's Patsy. Because no, because. His, his record against the top clubs in England is patty, and as indeed are his performances. Now you can put that down to Evans' performances, but in terms of stepping up to the plate, he's failed to do so, hasn't he, in big games? Now I'm not saying he can't do it in the future, because that's why we want a big place for him. What I'm saying is, is that, and what I was going to talk about is that there could be strikers on the market next year that actually have got that proved and will be on the market. We think Griezmann's probably going to be on the market, isn't he? Think Morata's probably gone. You know, where does Kenny Benzema might be on the market? Obama Yang might be on the market. I think he uh, will be on the market. market. Yeah, um, you know, and then you get other players like Lacazette who may be in a similar position to, mm. to Rom in terms of domestic goal scorer. You know, uh, top notch, maybe a little bit unproven at the, yeah. at the lower level. So there's lots of strikers who could be. Sanchez is another one. He could be on the yeah, market. Yeah, there's yeah. lots of strikers who could be on the market next year. And what I said the other week is. Is don't take it as a given that big clubs with those players who are proven at the top level, internationally and club level, maybe a bit of both in some cases, they're available. They're going to be the ones that clubs are going to go for first, rather than somebody like Rom or Lacazette who are in that sort of level below. Now, and and, and that, so that that causes a couple of problems. A, because will we get a fair price for Rom in that market? If actually we need to sell more than another club needs to buy, and then of course there's a problem for Rom. Is actually will you actually go to a club that you want to meet your? Uh, I agree with your point your is there, Cal, but if you were an English club, I understand your point. Yeah. If you're from, if you're a European club like Bayern Munich, etc., you'd rather buy Bamiang. But if you're Manchester United and you're Chelsea. You'd rather buy Romelu Lukaku than a Bamiyan. Let's face it, Chelsea are the because one. Because one yeah. is proven Chelsea, in the Premier League. I, I agree there, and, and you've yeah. just raised a good point. Chelsea is the club that I would fear. They've certainly got the financial wherewithal. If Costa decides that he wants out yeah. to China. make uh, you know staggering some of the money in China, mm. then and, and Lukaku as publicly, he's a Chelsea supporter. Yeah. He wants. He feels it's like he's got to go there, unfinished business at Stamford Bridge. That would be my concern. I'd hate to see him go to another Premier League club. Manchester United, I don't know. But then again, Raiola obviously represents Pogba and Ibrahimovic. Whether Ibrahimovic will stay there, you don't know. If he doesn't, and they, and by the way, they would have to finish in the top four and or win the Europa League. Because mm. otherwise, he's swapping one club but not in the Champions League for another. Yeah. But let's okay. say they do look like they're going to get in the Champions League, don't mm. they? Because at the moment, they're ominously finishing on this. Right, so go, go from... Lukaku's perspective once more just take away the Everton attachments to ourselves if you were playing for Everton at the moment scoring 15 to 20 goals yeah. a season would you sign a contract? 
Uh, depends what the contract was. Did the, the 70 million buyout or the 90 million buyout? Well, um, well, I think. Take away, you're not an Everton fan. You're a Chelsea supporter. You're scoring 15 to 20 goals for, say, a top six, top seven club. And this club are now asking you to sign again another contract. Would you sign another contract or would you want to say, listen, I've had enough for you. I want to go and play for Champions well, League club. What would you do, Gav? Well, what we said at the start of the podcast is he's, he's perfectly entitled to, if in his position, to say, I want to move on. I give you a year last year when I promised you. As you say, quite rightly, we may have like ambitions over the next couple of years, but we'll finish seventh this year. I haven't finished fit in his first year, so we're, yeah. no, we're no near to the Champions League. So I'm fully entitled. He's fully entitled to say he wants, wants to go. Um, and it's also in the club's best interest. We want a big fee for for, for him to, to go at this stage. So I, I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with in this whole thing is this this public like sorts of discussions about contracts, which actually build people's hopes up and just muddies end up just muddying yeah. the waters completely. Um, but having said that, going back to the is it's not maybe not a stay forward to, for Rom to move somewhere else is what he actually actually thinks. It's also not a stay forward for us to think that we're going to get the bigger fee. Is what we think. If there's going to be other gold rules of supply and demand, there's more stakes out there that people want to buy than the, the place yeah. goes Which down. makes you think possibly there may have been something going on behind the scenes regarding, to, say, as we've just spoken about Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, there's been discussed. So since February's announcement, there's been a bit of. Obviously, oh, that's what I'm calls. thinking. Yeah, Me yeah. personally, I think, listen, there's one or two talks maybe with Chelsea yeah. saying, listen, we'll, we're willing to pay this. We want you to replace Costa, etc. The worry for me, the worry for me is if Everton do say they get a seventy to eighty million for him, undervalue. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Especially in this current market, Obviously, Andy Carroll was sold for thirty-five million four or five years yeah, ago. Yeah, but that was size of the Torres figure. So, what my, my argument, my worry is, is that we get that sum of money for him, and we don't spend it wisely, because what we do then. I remember when Tottenham sold Gareth Bale. He signed Soldado and yeah. a load of bits of other junk. Liverpool signed Suarez, bought half of Southampton. Yeah. I just think it's so crucial that we spend this money wisely because if we don't, we've gone back two or three years. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned Suarez because I've got just two points quickly. One is that people were saying Suarez, uh, in his situation in 2013, was persuaded by Steven Gerrard to stay for another season, did, had the season of his life and then moved on. And maybe it could be an option for Rom. We've already had that. This is this season. Yeah. yeah. Rom was persuaded by Kuman last summer to stay. He's having the season of his life, and will have turned round at the end of the season and say, "I've just done. I've had one more season. Mm. I've done my part of the bargain. We're not in the top four. I want to leave." But secondly, I share your concern, Tony, because the thing is, I don't think he's replaceable mm. for a club that isn't in the Champions no, League, unless Steve Walsh. Plays an absolute blinder and somehow unearths the next Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, we've just you've just spoken about Pogba there. Now Man United have paid eighty nine billion for him, and what's he done? Overpaid, yeah, exactly. So what we're trying to—it's no Everton could Everton could say for argument say get two hundred million for Lukaku. It doesn't matter one jot because you can't guarantee fifteen to twenty goals a season. You could buy as many players as you want. Who's guaranteeing you? Harry Kane, 
Well, Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, so there are, there's there's there aren't any guarantees. Exactly. Yeah. And that, and that, there's and only that. two or three players in this country that will guarantee your goals. Yeah, yeah. Well, like it's a top club. There's players with Maguero guarantees of goals, but his his record's patty, isn't he? Like yeah. you know, the phone. you know, guarantees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the answer. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe not joking here, by yeah. the way. Uh, but yeah, there's, the, the thing is though, is uh, I think I think you're right. I mean, the Bale Suarez, you know, the, obviously in. In recent years, clubs that get big income don't tend to spend it wisely. Yeah. But I think um, it's an interesting starter that I was looking at the other week, and it's it's about uh, you know we talk about Ron dominating Evans' goal scoring, and we rely mm. on Ron. And at this stage of his career, just in league goals, he scored about thirty percent of Everton's goals in the games he's played in the Premier League. Mm. Which actually, when you look at all Everton previous players, that's about on par with Bob Latchford's Joe Royal, yeah. Tony Cotty. Mm. It's about par as what you would expect for an Everton mm. Everton striker. Right, yeah. You know, he's a decent goal scorer. Yeah. It's not massively, you know, a massive reliance on compared to players you've had in the past. We just got that perception of it, and that perception has come from this year, isn't it? Because we changed our style of play to suit it. He's got forty percent of our goals in the Premier League this year. His assists as well, and there's a couple of assists. And so, Cumin style of play has suited him. And he'd become far more aligned because of Cumin's style of play. Yeah. But if you look over his Everton career, they're not really that much reliant on him. Mm. And and the thing is, then is you don't replace him like for like. It's a bit like when he sold Enneke, they got the midfield scoring again. And I think what we've got to do, we've got to like increase our goal scoring capacity by the three or four players in and around the striker. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. But I mean, Bar- Bar- what's Barkley for somebody who's the new Gazer and whoever? How many Premier League goals got this year? Is it four? Yeah. I mean, Definitely. for somebody with his ability, Aye, that's, that's not great. You know, Kevin Morales has got, you know, Seamus is, Seamus is still out there or there about our top mm. goal scorer. Is yeah. The problem is, is to get a group of players you can all chip in. Yeah. But you still need 15. But not, not like, sort of, crucially. You don't want to sort of do it for the sake of it. You've got to look at it from a more team perspective of adding more goals to the squad. And I think... I think that's been the problem this year. With the, we played for the sense a lot more and become a lot more reliant on him, and now people think he's irreplaceable. Laxley, in the year we finished fourth, they only scored a third of our goals. We got 17, we scored 60 odd goals. That's oh, so fifth, we got fifth. fifth yeah, yeah, sorry, we should have got fourth. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. you know, that shows you that we could survive without not having a major yeah. dominating goal I, scorer. I think that to be in the top four, though, Gav, to get in that top four. You've got to have a fifteen to twenty goals. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But Harry you know, Kane, Costa, Aguero, Ibrahimovic, yeah. them players who are all in the top four are guaranteeing your no, goals. Yeah, but they are. But no. But the problem is, is that to be in the top four, you've then got to have a group of players who can then chip in with ten to fifteen. Yeah, yeah goals. totally agree. Players have got Deli Ali. Liverpool really, haven't you know. got, haven't really got out now goals. This is score. where, well, this is where rounds about where they are. Fourth, fifth, sixth. They're hanging on to the coattails. Yeah, see what I mean? Uh, step by step, you know, you just got to get from seven to sixth and fifth at mm, the moment. Mm. And I think the thing about that is we've got to get the players in and out of the scoring goals, and by players you can do that. I mean, there was an interesting thing, I think that was wrong, there was a film mentioned earlier on this week about we haven't scored a goal from outside the box this year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Is, is that a good well, thing or a bad thing? A question I'd like That's to ask here. The question. A question I'd like to ask is what, will, what effect will this have on the rest of A, the players, and B, the fans. That's a good question. That yeah. is the thing that we need to be concerned about ahead of Saturday. Is putting all this theoretical talk aside, mm. and uh, there might be many more twists and turns. 
got a game at Crystal Park on Saturday and Romelu Lukaku if selected and fit it's got to run out in front of probably near 40,000 Evertonians and <laughs> it's creating a difficult situation um, a lot of interesting keep your eye on the Echo website because you know, there may well be more on this certainly Ronald Koeman will be asked about it tomorrow afternoon Thursday we'll answer questions we'll add another complexion to it but ultimately he's put it's created pressure on Ron because if he has a stinker on Saturday <laughs> Evertonians and rightly so there's not going to be much sympathy for him but if he comes out to and scores a hat-trick then you know what can you say the thing is is that if he do, say if he stinks the gaff out from now till the end of the season I don't think he'll do it deliberately because I don't think he's like that no I, I don't think he's like that but say for argument's sake he does yeah then his value goes down exactly but, but, but yeah, it's so not in his interest is yeah. it yeah so I just think it's I think the impo- the effect that I'll have on the players is going to interest me yeah, yeah. what does it set what the message it sends out to a Ross Barkley what's the message it sends out to a Schneiderlin yeah like Ross- these players who were hang on I, I, did, I signed up for us to become a top but yeah, four but team players talk they, yeah, you're not course. telling me Romelu Lukaku hasn't said to Morgan Schneiderlin Yannick Balassi has made Ross Barkley all season certainly obviously not Schneiderlin but uh, you know, he wants to play in the Champions League next season. That's not going to be used to them. I mean, this this, year, mates, this yeah. year there is just like is, is if you get they get X amount of money for Ron, whether it's reinvested or not, isn't it? The club is going to reinvest it. Well, it doesn't really matter, well, does it? You know. No, well, I mean, but no. what, what I would say though is, and I think it goes back to the contact points, and again, it's, I don't want to sound yeah. like bring business into it, but this is the thing about play. Ron was not obliged to sign a new contract. He's got an existing contract. Yeah. He doesn't want to extend his contract. You know, he's perfectly entitled as an employer is, yeah. to, to turn around and say, "I don't want to sign a new contract." And actually, it's a bit, you know, people like us in the workplace or somewhere else who've got contracts, perhaps. Um, if we don't want to sign it, you know, that's, yeah. that's fine. It's been within our gift. But, but footballers are treated differently, isn't it? It's like as if, like you know, <laughs> you should have total loyalty. To, to your employer well actually if you signed a four year contract or whatever it is you can just say it out if you wish it to um, if you just want to sign a new one well fine if you get to to stick but we should always people should have always have in the back of their minds no but after the back of their minds he's not obliged to he's, he's, he doesn't the have to sign football fans don't think like that though, yeah, but I understand what you're saying thing. I that's, totally understand what you're saying thing. but I'll guarantee well I can't guarantee it but I'm yeah. more or less saying that a lot of football fans that'll be at Goodison on Saturday they won't be thinking well he's not obliged to sign the contract yeah. they'll be saying what are you doing wrong it's the nature of football fans exactly, yeah. but at the same time this is always the, 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 the opposite effect if a player reaches the final year of his contract yeah. and a football club say um, um, we're not going to renew his contract nobody goes oh that's really unfair that is it depends on how quality like, the player no, is no it doesn't it? because contracts are both ways but we're, we're always we always sort of criticise the player side of it yeah. and he's not obliged to I'm not saying he's right, you know, that mm. maybe his best decision, but he's not best at this stage in his contractual lifetime, which is two yeah. years left, to, to, to turn around and say that. But he, um, he's not, this is the thing, he's not obliged to, he's an employer and an employee relationship, but football appears to have a separate, separate is, uh, view, view of the world, that's, doesn't it? Like, that's you know, a dichotomy of, of football, isn't it? A dichotomy, don't get that on the podcast. You know that's, I mean? that's it though isn't it yeah. we, we all know on one hand there's never been more scrutiny on the business of football yeah. and then on the other hand and all fans now uh, have got to have like a diploma in business studies or they feel like mm, they yes. have to read that much 
and then <laughs> on the same token they're going it's a tribal thing I love my club I love our best players I want them to stay and the two don't marry up so yeah. you'll have people who sit there going I understand why he wants to go but oh it's annoying I, you know what, he, yeah, might yeah. Boo, he might get booed on yeah. Saturday you know what I know John Stones got booed yeah I mean, what's different from John Stones and Lukaku nothing really not really no I've seen that John Stones wanted to move ASAP wasn't it I say, there's been lots of Everton players who wanted to move in the past who uh, lauded as club giants wait really I, I, I yeah. personally think the, the sole option is with Everton supporters is that the timing of it I think he understands if Rom comes out in the summer and says by the way I'm not renewing my contract I think everyone goes, oh, all right, well, fair, fair play. But I, I only think it's the timing of it that may upset Everton supporters at the time to get that top six spot. I think I only think it's the timing it's mid-March. For me, I don't think it's the case. It doesn't matter to me. If a player doesn't want to be there, he doesn't want to be there. But I think for the, the large section of the Everton supporters, it's just the timing of it. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, but it's, it's win and lose, isn't it? Because you've got two choices there, it is. It's the first choice is you tell, tell them in the summer when it's actually halfway through the transfer window and some of the best players have gone already yeah, and yeah, actually then you're yeah. left like oh we can't get a replacement in and then yeah. you're left with an unhappy player because actually we need to keep you Good point. Uh, so that's one option mm. the other side of the coin is what you've got now is you tell us early but actually it destabilises the end of the season perhaps we're on a good run and morale goes a little bit and there's a bit of an unhappy atmosphere around the club but what that does it gives us then the whole summer then to for you to sort yourself and not to get a replacement in so there's, there's yeah. two sides of that coin isn't mm. it it's what you think is the most beneficial what do you the think club? the perception of Everton supporters would have been if he would have signed that contract and it would have been a 70 million get out clause in it very frustrated because they'll, they'll have felt that the club got strong armed into being in a poor position in the market when he leaves and they go hang on 70 million pounds he's worth more than that yeah. so I think it would be real frustration and like I say they would have gone well, we've just been paying him 160 grand a week from April, say, yeah. to now, for what? Do, do you think there's a? The, do you think what's on the table from the club at the moment is the final offer? Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Someone made the point yeah. to me before. Oh, it was you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was you. Well, they might just come out with an even bigger offer, but they might. I don't get the feeling, Gav, that it's about money for yeah, the. Yeah, it's about the clause. It's about well. It's just, he wants he's desperate to be in the Champions League yeah. and Everton and Fartnership can offer him all the money in the world don't get me wrong they could go China mental on him and he'll go well, actually I'll stay mm. but they won't let's mm. face it it's not about I don't think it's about the money I think it's about the release club I think he wants to play in the Champions League next season mm. full stop unfortunately we can't buy our way into that this season it's, no, it no. is a conundrum, isn't it? It's, it I, for me, I think it's the release clause. I think that's the that's the sticky yeah, point. Yeah, if Everton don't put that release clause in, I think that's yeah. it. But, but why would no that come back to the point? Why? Why? Because why? I, I, I totally agree. Because Everton are meant to be what's the point? Up and coming, powerful giants yeah. back again. But obviously, they won't be if they re, if they're giving in to you. Well, there's no yeah. point giving exactly. in. You enter into a contract where there's no benefit for you when he wants to do that as a, yeah. as, as, a, as an employer or whatever would he so be a, sorry Gav would he be an option of Rom just staying and seeing us two years old well, you, you mused that didn't you this morning in, in, in your article um, that's an intestine one isn't it because um, then pro- there's a good chance of it yeah. if he just stayed the two years Everton could become a top four team yeah, in that then, time and then you're left with well not the, the, well the other option is we don't become a top four team and we've lost about 70 zero, million like, yeah or even a year, isn't it? I think you got even January is a, an issue, isn't it? You know, so I, I think it'd have to be the summer, wouldn't it? Really, yeah. um, that everything sorted. I just 
just don't know whether we've, there's a twist in the tale. I mean, there's the Mashiri allegedly, or perhaps factually said, you know, is he <laughs> pretty comfortable about him? According to a statement last night, no need to worry. I like what yeah, he said. Everton I did like what he said. Uh, no issue. Is and so whether that means actually they've got something in their back pocket that you may find difficult to refuse, yeah. or actually that means actually well if we get if we get into them we've got lots of cash. What, what could they have in the back pocket though? Well, the what, what, can thing, he, what can Moshiri do? The interesting thing is what Moshiri might be trying to make clear, and I think it's definitely the case is Everton don't need the money. Yeah, that's the fundamental difference. Is yeah. where in the past Everton, if you twist their arm behind the mm. back, Julian Lescott, so on and so forth, ultimately had to sell. I think what Machine is probably saying is we don't have to sell this player. There's no mm. financial imperative. We won't be bullied into selling it. So there's every chance he might stay. Yeah, but as but realistically, yet, Stones never did he. No, uh, you don't so, build up a fortune like he has by losing no. 30, 40 million quid because <laughs> of a, a, exactly. a, a year, you know. Exactly. Um, so. It's my money program. This podcast. Yesterday morning, I just thought we were going to be talking about James McCarthy's hands <laughs> things. <tonight. laughs> so, Gav, what, what do, do you think the summer he'll be gone? It's about James McCarthy's hands <laughs> things. Or, uh, they, they'll be gone well before then. Um, based on what's known at the moment, and unless Evan pull a rabbit out of the hat that Ron finds difficult to refuse, I would say yes. And it would probably be the optimum time for both parties, wouldn't it? Really? I think I think a summer would be a perfect blend for the two of them to come together and say, "Listen, you've got your wish. We can't promise you it right now. Say seventy, eighty million. I don't know what it is. That conversation already might have taken place, mate. Exactly. It? Yeah. For all we know, um, I I, th- I think he'll go to Chelsea in the summer. I think that'll be my guess. They are favourites yeah. to sign him. I do think. I think they'll sign him. Is that what Scotty better see? Well, is that what Scotty better see? I think that that'll be that my that'll be my tip. Yeah, I just can't see yeah. him. No one in Germany because of Fulham and Bayern Munich. I can't see them playing eighty million for him. I can't see him playing for Real Madrid. Obviously, why, but, I, just out of interest, mate. While we're on it, quickly, why can't no, Ronaldo? Is the, I can't see them playing someone thirty yards. Ronaldo, by the way. I'm not saying he's getting anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I just can't envisage him. Okay. Maybe yeah. Barcelona. He's not. He wouldn't suit their style of play. And also, they've got three players are playing ahead of him. So then you're looking at the other teams. PSG is a strong possibility. That is a strong possibility. Chelsea's the other one. They're the two options for me. I think Chelsea would suit him to stay in the country. I, I just think Chelsea's a bit of a no-brainer yeah, for him. I, mean, I think that's where he'll slide to. I think Chelsea will be willing to pay whatever it takes, whatever, and ask for as well. Yeah. So, I, sad as it is, there's a possibility of playing against Everton yeah, I mean, next year, which it wouldn't be nice, would it? The other, the other thing is, I know a couple of the Milan, both Milan clubs are having extra money thrown at them, aren't they? Uh, yeah. That's like starting there. off with us again, isn't it? But, well, yeah, yeah, in a way, it yeah. is, but it's easy, easy to get in the top four in Italy than... than but yeah. go and stand for Celtic then if you want Champions League football. Beltem Bally's another player I don't think we mentioned in that list, is yeah. before? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I just think... It would appear at this stage that it's it's a done deal, doesn't it? Really, mm. that actually Rom's going for a fee that we uh, Everton want, and uh, if the ball's in Everton's court. There, I think we need to remind people that Everton yeah. feel is his best value. So, should we appreciate him till the end of the season, Greg? Yeah, well, absolutely. If he if he carries on doing the business on the pitch, scoring goals, and gets Everton, uh, ultimately, mate, we're not going to get the top 
four are we no so short of miracle so if he if he makes the end of the season entertaining for the fans they get a bit of value for money in that regard who've paid for the season ticket to pay to watch it you know, via Sky if he shows complete focus um, which there's no suggestion he wouldn't and we can't win a trophy unfortunately it's too late for us to do that but we secure really uh, robustly Europa League then yeah why not get behind them enjoy it while you can I think, that I, I, I think that's a perfect solution I think the fans will salute that they applause him on his last game of the season and then that, then that'll be it Saz as it is it's, it's, there's a possibility of losing one of, our, the, one of the best strikers we've ever had there you go yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think it'll happen no, I think it'll be a bit of stick flying around do you yeah I, yeah, I, I just because we I'm get back to that thing whereby it's reasonable yeah we're, yeah we're, you can't legislate for the, the tribal nature of football can you you know yeah. what I mean yeah. you, imagine, you can imagine him getting booed on Saturday oh yeah definitely I, I, and people are perfectly entitled to do that as much as what I've said about contracts and stuff like this about uh, um, you know that people are entitled not to sign any renewed contracts is we've all been tribal ourselves at football grounds haven't we oh, that well, that's so the beauty of football isn't it? Grades, it's all different you? opinion I'll interview five six seven Everton supporters after the whistle and they'll all have a different opinion on Romelu Lukaku that's just the nature of the game one thing he can like I say just to conclude on is if he keeps scoring he's going to make things easier for himself and oh, for yeah. Everton in the meantime well it's been an interesting chat and I hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as we have kind of uh, getting stuck into the whys and the worth Therefore, um, as both lads have said, I do suspect there'll be more twists and turns in this one. So uh, keep with us and we'll be podding again uh, to preview the match against Hull. Thanks for listening. Bye.